The Daily 202 is sponsored by T. Rowe Price. Check out The Confident Wallet, a personal finance podcast series by T. Rowe Price and the Washington Post Brand Studio. Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Wednesday, February 20th. In today's news, Trump administration officials have pushed to give sensitive nuclear technology to the Saudis, despite repeated warnings from inside the government. The administration cancels federal grants for California high-speed rail after the state sues Trump to block the national emergency. And Chief Justice John Roberts votes with the liberals again, this time on a death penalty case. But first, the big idea. President Trump is so angry at Director of National Intelligence Dan Coats that White House staffers and senior Republicans on Capitol Hill worry the president might fire the former GOP senator. One advisor who spoke with the president this weekend says that Trump is still, quote, enraged about Coates' congressional testimony last month, believing that Coates undercut the president's authority when he shared intelligence assessments about Iran, North Korea, and the Islamic State that are at odds with many of his own public statements. A White House official says the president's frustration with Coates is real, but doesn't believe he'll be fired anytime soon. Members of the Senate Intelligence Committee, on which Coates used to serve, are upset by the prospect of him getting fired. Last July, Coates was being interviewed on stage at the annual Aspen Security Forum when the White House announced via tweet that Russian President Vladimir Putin had been invited to Washington. Coates was clearly taken by surprise and made little effort to hide his displeasure. Coates also said no one had asked him if it was a good idea for Trump to meet privately with Putin at a summit meeting in Helsinki. He also noted that he hadn't been told what happened in the meeting. If asked, he said he'd have advised the president against speaking one-on-one with Putin and that U.S. security officials were concerned no notes were taken. Trump was livid about this, and he believed Coates was trying to embarrass him in a room filled with high-ranking current and former national security officials. Two days later, Coates publicly apologized for what he called an admittedly awkward response to the news of the Putin invitation. Speaking of Putin, he said this morning in Moscow that Russia has new missiles that will target the United States if Washington ever deploys missiles in Europe. In a nationally televised speech to Russians, Putin said that he has nuclear-capable missiles and drones that have been tested and that the weapons are ready to be added to the country's arsenal and pointed at the United States. This is escalation. Separately, Microsoft publicly identified another Russian operation that targeted prominent think tanks before the midterm elections. The Russian group targeted more than 100 European employees of the German Marshall Fund, the Aspen Institute in Germany, and the German Council on Foreign Relations, all influential groups that focus on transatlantic policy issues. The attacks took place in the last three months of 2018, and they come ahead of European parliamentary elections this May. This highlights a continuously aggressive, relentless campaign by Russian operatives to undermine democratic institutions in the West. And that's the big idea. Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar this hump day. Number one, key members of the Trump administration pushed a plan to sell nuclear power plants to Saudi Arabia in the months after the inauguration despite repeated and vocal objections from members of the National Security Council staff and other senior White House officials. That's according to a new report from congressional Democrats on the House Oversight and Reform Committee. But 
The report is based on internal White House documents and the accounts of unnamed whistleblowers. The report says the objectors, including White House lawyers and National Security Council officials, opposed the plan out of concern that it violated federal law designed to prevent the transfer of nuclear technology that could be used to support a weapons program. The possible sale of nuclear power plants to Saudi Arabia was discussed in the Oval Office as recently as last week. Rick Perry was with the president in the meeting, along with executives from the nuclear power industry. The report, key elements of which were confirmed to the Post by people directly familiar with the matter, cites whistleblowers who said the Trump appointees, quote, ignored directives from top ethics advisors who repeatedly but unsuccessfully ordered senior White House officials to halt their efforts. Now, the report notes one of the power plant manufacturers that could benefit significantly from a nuclear deal with the Saudis, Westinghouse Electric, is a subsidiary of Brookfield Asset Management. That company has provided significant financial relief to the family of Jared Kushner, the president's son-in-law and a senior White House advisor. Brookfield Asset Management took a 99-year lease on the Kushner family's deeply indebted New York City property at 666 Fifth Avenue. Kushner is preparing for a trip to the Middle East to discuss the economic component of his Middle East peace initiative. A lawyer for Kushner did not respond to a request for comment on Tuesday. Kushner is known for being especially close with Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman. Number two, the Trump administration playing hardball canceled $929 million in federal grants for California's high-speed rail project, which Governor Gavin Newsom, a Democrat, is calling political payback for the state leading a lawsuit to block the president from declaring a national emergency. The Transportation Department also said it is actively exploring every legal option to get back an additional $2.5 billion grant that is being used to finance the construction of 119 miles of rail line in the Central Valley. The two federal grants represent about one-fourth of all the funding for the project to date. This money is critical to completing the portion and finishing environmental reviews for other segments between San Francisco and Los Angeles. Trump insisted to reporters on Tuesday afternoon that he had an absolute right, those were his words, absolute right, to declare an emergency and said that it is an open and closed case that he can use an emergency declaration to circumvent Congress to fund the wall. In a series of tweets, Trump also attacked California and called that high-speed rail project a failure. In response, California Attorney General Javier Becerra, Democrat again, encouraged Trump to, quote, keep talking, since attorneys are still gathering evidence to support the lawsuit against him. Number three, for the second time in as many weeks, Chief Justice John Roberts once again sided with his liberal colleagues on how to interpret Supreme Court precedent. Roberts was pointed in saying that the Texas Court of Criminal Appeals had misapplied a 2017 ruling that instructed that court to reconsider its analysis of whether death row inmate Bobby James Moore was intellectually disabled and thus ineligible for execution. Less than two weeks ago, Roberts joined the liberals in stopping a Louisiana abortion law that was nearly identical to a Texas law the court had struck down in 2016. Roberts's role in the abortion and death penalty cases is notable, partly because he had been a dissenter in the original decisions. Meanwhile, in other Supreme Court news, Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg returned to the bench for the first time since her cancer surgery in December. 
The 85-year-old was the first justice to ask a question during oral arguments yesterday in a case centering on whether the government can be considered a person able to challenge a patent. She entered and left the courtroom without any assistance. And that's The Daily 202 for Wednesday, February 20th. Thanks for listening. I'm James Hellman. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you.